You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation. Both episodes of AW Dark were pretty long here, close to two hours. Match number one Lee Johnson with a record of 4 1 defeated David Ali 0 5 with a modified Blue Thunderbomb backbreaker. Eddie Kingston with a record of 4 2 defeated VSK with a record of 0 4. VSK just appeared on last week's Impact, having a pretty good match with El Fantasma, so he's kind of making his ways around. Kingston rolls up VSK for the pen, and uh, after VSK missed a top rope splash, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeated Fuego do Sol and Baron Black after Page pins Fuego with the Eagle's Edge. We go to the showcase with uh, Paul White sitting down with Danny Limelight. They talk about how they met before when uh, Limelight was serving as a Marine overseas and um, how that helped him become a wrestler, uh, just serving as a Marine. And a really good segment here really got you to understand uh, who Danny Limelight is. Uh, I, I hate when they have episodes where we don't have these segments, whether it be like one a sit-down like this or the one where we had uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, legit Layla Hirsch. But these are definitely uh, needed for a lot of this talent. Thunder Rosa with a record of 9-2 defeated Renee Michelle with a record of 0-3 by submission with a new uh, move called the Peruvian Choke, which is like an upside-down choke. Really nice looking. Eddie Kingston cuts a promo on the Young Bucks, who said that they now make him sick, and when he used to believe in them, and uh, he challenges them to try and rip his heart out. Chuck Taylor with a record of 7-3 defeated Barry Morales with a record of 0-1 with the Awful Waffle. Layla Hirsch defeated Danny Jordan by submission with a cross arm breaker. Dasha is backstage with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky where they just compliment each other's moves from tonight and say that ever since they took out Sting, they haven't seen him. And now Darby uh, might not make his match with Miro on Dynamite. Matt Seidel with a record of 5-2 defeated the, the debuting Manny Smith with the Lightning Spiral. Smith has formerly been known as Manny Lemons in Impact Ring of Honor in the Indies. 
Jade Cargill with a record of 4-0 defeated Rekka Tahaka with a record of 0-2. This is Jade's uh, her AW Dark debut. She hasn't appeared in either one of the shows. And she wins extremely quick here with the Jaded after hitting about two offensive moves. And after the match, the wrestling lawyer, Mark Sterling, comes out. And he says that he wants to represent Jade. And although Dark is great, there's more money on Dynamite. So he just wants 30 minutes of her time. And they both pretty much talk and head to the back. So interesting development here. I know that um, Jade Cargill is supposed to be picking her representation soon. So it should be interesting on who she chooses. Matt Hardy teaming up with Mark Quine. This is like the, I guess, the new thing here where Matt Hardy just randomly teams up with members of the uh, Hardy family office. But they team up and they defeat Dean Alexander and Dylan McQueen. Uh, and Private Party, interesting, they both come out here like in regular clothes wearing like button-ups and slacks instead of their wrestling gear. And uh, Hardy gets a submission win on Alexander with the leech. Dr. Britt Baker with a record of 9-1, and one, defeated Rachel Rose very quickly with the curb stomp. Tay Conti with a record of 13-4, and four, number 3 in the women's division. Defeated Maddie Rankowski with the DD tie. And uh, there's this crazy turnbuckle spot. I'm pretty sure you guys have probably seen it online. It's got a little bit of criticism where um, Ty has Maddie on, like, the ropes, in the middle of the ropes. And she does, like, a senton onto her, exposed back. And Maddie's back just bends how it's not supposed to bend. Uh, hopefully it was safe. Hopefully everybody's okay. We go backstage with Thunder Rosa, where she talks about her new finishing move, the Peruvian Choke, and she talks about using her MMA experience to add some new moves. And she says that the winner of the Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker match will have to face her, and she also has her eyes on the NWA Women's title with Serena Deeb, and soon she'll be a double champion. We'll get more into her NWA story later on. Jurassic, Jurassic Express, the team of Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, uh, no Luchasaurus this week, defeated Chaos Project, and uh, Tarzan Boy, the theme song, actually sounds different. Um... It's like different vocals. Definitely the beat has been redone. It looks like a, it sounds like a cover. And uh, I read that uh, Mikey Ruckus, who does the music in-house in AEW, was the one who redid it. I read online that possibly it could be for YouTube copyright reasons. They possibly didn't want to get taken down or strike, so they had to kind of do their own version of it. But Stunt gets the pin on Serpentacle after hitting a top rope neck breaker with Serpentacle on Jungle Boy's shoulders. We go to Britt Baker and Reba backstage to talk about their upcoming title shot, and she hopes that Sheeta is ready. Alex Reynolds with a record of 9-4 defeated Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, Reynolds gets the roll-up after Dark Order and Hardy Family Office cause a distraction outside. And after the match, Hardy and the private party attack Reynolds. And John Silver gets held down to watch as Hardy puts the leech on Reynolds. In the main event, John Moxley with a record of 32, 2-1, ranked number 3, defeated Danny Limelight with a record of 3-5 and five with the paradigm shift off the middle turnbuckle. Very good match here. A very good showing from Limelight. I would definitely recommend you go out and watch this match. Tuesday's AEW Dark. Speaking of John Moxley, he opens up this show. Team up with Eddie Kingston defeated the team of Randy Summers and Brandon Watts, known as Milk Chocolate, with Kingston pinning Randy Summers after their tag team move called the Violent Crown. Evil Uno, Allen Five Angels, and Cole Cabana defeated Spencer Slade, Cole Carter, and Andrew Palace. Evil Uno pinned Slade with the modified flatliner. We had an interview with Diamante where she pretty much calls out Chris Downlander. She calls her an alien bastard, so I guess we'll be seeing a match with these two down the road. Lance Archer defeated Angel Fashion with the Helicoaster, which is like a sidewalk slam. Jake Roberts was on commentary during this match. The Factory, consisted of QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado, defeated the team of Jake Logan, Rick Recon, and Ryzen. Uh, Logan and, Rec- and Recon, they're both making their uh, AW debuts here. And this entire time, QT Marshall didn't even wrestle in the match. He just sat on his little throne, his steel steps throne. And uh, right at the end, when Camarado does all the work, hits Ryzen with a powerbomb, QT tags himself in, hits a diamond cutter, and gets the pin. After the match, he puts the figure four on Ryzen and refuses to let go. We go backstage to the pretty picture where Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi are trying to take the perfect selfie. J.D. Drake comes in and asks if this team is called the Wingmen or the Pretty Picture. And uh, Ryan Nemeth says that it is the pretty picture as they all touch their tips of their pinkies. 
Varsity Blondes with their new uh, valet slash manager, Julia Hart, who you've seen recently, uh, with a record of 10 and 3, defeated the new team of Jalen Braden, Jalen Brandon and Trayvon Jordan, making their debut. Uh, this makes sense. Varsity Blondes, cheerleader gimmick, being together, and it's a nice little addition to this team. Uh, Brandon and Jordan are a tag team from Northeast Wrestling. And Garrison Prince Brandon after the backbreaker powerbomb combo. Diamante with a record of 5 and 3, defeated Willow Nightingale with the code red. Dante Martin, still wrestling as a solo star, with a record of 5-1, defeated Aaron Fryer with the 450 splash. Uh, Dante's been looking really impressive since he started wrestling solo, I have to admit. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to break up the team, but it definitely gives you an idea that this kid's, what, only 19, 20 years old wrestling like this. So he could definitely have a great solo career down the road if that's the route that he chooses. Nyla Rose defeated Ashley Dumbra easily with the Beast Bomb. Dark Order's backstage uh, talking about the Hardy office party, or family office, I'm sorry, this HFO, <laughs> the Hardy family office, uh, and they talk about tonight's match with 10 versus J.D. Drake. Caesar Bononi and Ryan Nemeth defeated Liam Gray and Adrian Adonis after Nemeth hits the Rude Awakening on Gray. Chris Statlander with a record of 3-0 defeated Julia Hart with the Big Bang Theory. Jungle Boy defeated Marty Kasaus, um, a.k.a. Marty the Moth. Uh, really pretty uh, competitive match here. Kasaus gets a bunch of offense and pin attempts there, but Jungle Boy does ultimately win with the Snare Trap submission. Big Swole and Red Velvet defeated the MK Twins when Red Velvet pinned Steph MK after hitting Just Desserts. Uh, speaking of Just Desserts, JD Drake now going by Just Delicious or Just Desserts Drake. I'm not sure if that was just Excalibur kind of playing a game on him or, you know, calling him a nickname. But he does lose to 10. Um, 10 hits him with the full Nelson submission here. But it's actually a really good match here. Uh, pretty even. Uh, Drake still wrestles in his, like, makeover gimmick with the second see-through shirt and uh, jeans. But yeah, 10 does defeat J.D. Drake here. The Acclaim with a record of 6-2 defeated Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Max Caster's raps here uh, towards Sunny Kiss had like an old uh, Sunny Days, like the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart type reference. And uh, then he mentions how he has a better ass than Sunny Kiss and starts shaking it while singing the Booty Butt Cheeks song, which you might remember from the Boondocks. Master gets the pin here on Janela after hitting the mic drop. Brian Cage defeated Bear Bronson. They point out that his tag team partner, Bear Boulder from Bear Country, is actually out for a couple of months from being injured in the uh, Godzilla King Kong match that they had against Jurassic Express on Dynamite. So uh, Bronson's going to be wrestling solo here for the time being. It's not like WWE where these guys don't wrestle when their tag team partner is out, so that's good. Bronson gets a lot of offense here and kickouts, but Cage does lift him up with the drill claw for the win. And the main event, Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Mike Sadell. Very easy work here from Hobbs, hitting with the town business. NWA Power, uh, Strictly Business start the show being interviewed. Nick Aldis talks about how it's unfair that the winner of a 14-man battle royal gets a title shot. And then he hypes up Camille, Chris, Adonis, and Tom Latimer. And Camille says that she has an announcement later on for Thunder Rosa. Aldis says that since all champions can't be in the battle royal, he decides that tonight's tag team title match is off. And Adonis and Latimer look a bit upset. Matt Cross defeated Mims in a TV title tournament qualifying match with the Springboard Cutter. Austin Idol and Tyrus come out. They call out the Pope and say that he's been ducking and dodging from defending that title. But Idol points out that Pope is four wins away from the Lucky 7 world title shot and extends his hand for, for a handshake, but the Pope walks away. May Valentine is backstage with Aaron Stevens and asks him about the tag team title match, possibly being off tonight. And he says that him and Kratos have been having issues recently, but hope that they can get past that. Kratos defeated Sal Renaro. Uh, before the match, Renaro says that he has to take on Kratos on his own with nobody to help him. And of course, Kratos destroys him with the wheelbarrow German suplex. We have an interview with Thunder Rosa and Camille, who have Melina and Taryn Terrell by their sides. Camille says that she sees Rosa's true colors and that she wrestles in other wrestling groups because she's selfish. Camille agrees to a number one contenders match against Rosa with the stipulation is that if Thunder Rosa loses, she won't be able to work for any other company but the NWA. 
But Rosa says she's not afraid and knows that she's going to win, so she agrees. The main event, or what we would find out is the main event. Falls count anywhere. Slice Boogie defeated Jax Dane. Crimson comes out to try and support Dane, but ends up being taken out by Dane by accident. Dane goes to the outside to check on him and decides to throw in his own towel, and he loses the match that way. So, interesting ending here. And right before our supposed tag team championship main event, commentary reports that the entire Truthly business has left the building. Therefore, the main event is off, and they kind of awkwardly just look into the camera. They don't know what to do, and the show just ends. NXT UK, Isla Dragunov defeated Dave Mastiff by referee stoppage after about a minute and a half. Uh, the referee calls off the match when he realizes that Dragunov actually broke Mastiff's nose and it's all bloody. Uh, throughout the show, we get videos from the Gauntlet competitors, Zaya Brookside, Isla Dawn, Ginny, Danny Luna, and Amelia McKenzie. We get a video for Stevie, Tur- Stevie Turner who says that she is 3D and futuristic while everybody is 2D. Dragunov gets stopped backstage where he says that he had no self-control and things have to change. Rampage Brown runs into Wolfgang and Mark Coffey looking for Joe Coffey, and Gallus says that he isn't there, so Rampage says that he'll fight Wolfgang instead, so we'll be getting that match soon. Supernova Sessions, Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels introduce Nathan Fraser, and uh, thought that he would be a new guest since he changed his name. And uh, as they're about to sign off, Shaw Samuels accuses Fraser of not being a real British wrestler. Noam Dar talks about having a Heritage Rules match with Fraser. Nathan asks, is that a challenge? And Shaw Samuels says yes and accepts on, Noah's, on uh, Noam Dar's behalf. We sit Sid Scala talking to both Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan separately backstage about the ramification of tonight's stipulation match. We get a quick video for Subculture, and we also get A-Kid and Tyler Bay kind of rewatching their old matches as they set up their upcoming match. Trent Seven defeated Saxon Huxley with a seven-star lariat. Towards the end of the match, Sam Gradwell appears on the screen trying to distract Seven, but it doesn't work. We go to footage where we see referees are breaking up a male who's seen attacking Zaya Brookside's backstage, so it's now in question if Zaya Brookside will even make it to the five-woman gauntlet match. And we go to the main event, the loser leaves NXT UK, no disqualification match. Kenny Williams defeats his former tag team partner, Amir Jordan. Of course, this match is hectic. They have tables, fire extinguishers, crates. Finish comes when Kenny drops Jordan face first into a chair. And after the match, Jordan is seen crying as this is his last time in NXT UK. He later put up a video on Twitter, um, you know, pretty much feeling upset about the whole situation. So, real interesting. Not sure if he's going to go to 205 Live. Uh, Regular NXT, I mean, they have progress. They have so many different places. So it should be pretty interesting on where he goes from here. 205 Live, uh, interesting episode here. We get a couple debuts here with Ari Starling, the former Alex Zane, defeated Samir Jordan. Uh, Sterling's been seen in GCW New Japan Strong. He's decked in orange and blue colors like the 205 logo. And he wins with a flipping sidewalk slam that he calls the Baja Blast because all his moves are a tribute to his fest, his favorite fast food joint, Taco Bell. So be uh, ready for the crunch wrap and a bunch of other moves soon. August Gray and Ikemen Jiro making his debut. Defeated Arya Davari and Tony Nice. Uh, Jiro comes from All Japan Pro Wrestling and he always wrestles with his jacket on. Very flamboyant character. He has this yellow jacket with his face all over it. He's been trained by Tajiri and the Great Muda and he is WH Park's favorite wrestler. You can ask him about it. Jiro pins Nice after a running kick to the face. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, their first collision show. I won't get too much into it as I do have a report on PulseWrestling.com. But Adrian Quest and Barrett Brown defeated the team of DKC and Kevin Knight. Uh, Royce Isaacs and Joro Nelson both making their debut, defeated Jordan Clearwater and Mysterioso. And the main event was Chris Dickinson and John Moxley defeated the team of Ren Narita and Yuji Nagata, setting up their match for Dynamite. And after the match, Moxley and Nagata go face-to-face in the ring. They start slapping each other, and then Nagata applies a Nagata lock on Moxley, and Dickinson and a bunch of the young lions try their hardest to pull Nagata off, who eventually does get off. Ring of Honor, we have Ian Riccoboni replacing Quinn McKay on hosting duty, since McKay is wrestling tonight. EC3 and Flip Borden defeated the Briscoes after EC3 pins Mark Briscoe uh, after he hits him with Jay Briscoe's chain. 
PCO defeated Brian Johnson with the Destro Death Grip. It's like Johnson's open challenge. Dan Housen originally comes out, but he introduces PCO as a gift for Johnson, and then he joins on commentary. And in the main event, Angelina Love defeated Quinn McKay, making her wrestling debut on Ring of Honor with the Botox injection. Uh, McKay pretty much had the match won, but she gets distracted by Mandy Leone on ringside, saying disparaging things about her. WWE main event, Ricochet defeated Mustafa Ali in what looks like their best of seven that they've been having recently on main event. And Jinder Mahal makes his return, accompanied by Shanky, who is uh, known as Dilsher Shanky, who wrestled a superstar sh- uh, spectacle, as well as Veer, who is a former Rinku Singh from Indu Sheer. And Jinder Mahal defeats Jeff Hardy. And the WWE Network editions of the week, Progress Wrestling Chapter 110, and another episode of ICW Fight Club. And that is it for me. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.